The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. So this next guest and this show is an interesting one. Why do I say that? Well, on many levels. I know it's something, this methodology... They can absolutely help you. Help you look better, feel better, live longer. It's simple. It's tough to explain right away. And especially when it comes from someone like my next guest, Sue Hitzman, who it makes no sense that I have not yet met her because I have known of her for three decades. We started in the same place, New York City back in the 90s. We both were running around you know, to the different clubs, one in particular we'll talk about. And we are so aligned in so many ways, which is probably why I am excited to speak with her. And I agree with just about everything, not just about, with her whole methodology. It's simple, but it's different. It it isn't, it isn't. See, this is why it's, it's everything I believe in. Consistency, simplicity, connecting to your body, that we need to uh, avoid injury and pain and that uh, the human condition is such that we compensate. We'll talk about that. But we need to move correctly. We need to move naturally. And, you know, when we talk about these studies as I do, like, you know, does stretching help uh, performance? Does stretching help? Period. Of course. Our bodies need to move the way they were meant to. And Sue Hitzman's MELT method that she has, you know, uh, refined, compiled, researched over the years is just that. And she's someone like me who is so passionate about fitness and passionate about learning. And she studied to death and then came upon this just resonated with her. But it goes back to the simple stuff is the most important 
In other words, it's the, the, the flashy stuff and the lose weight quick schemes and all of that stuff that distracts you from what really matters, being pain-free, moving efficiently, being able to do what you want to do, whether that's your activities of daily living, whether that's your recreational sports or competitive sports, like really high level. And the MELT method addresses all three of those groups. So let me give you a quick bio on Sue, but she's going to tell you all you need to know. All right. So uh, she is the creator of the MELT method and is a nationally recognized educator, manual therapist, exercise physiologist, and founding member of the Fascia Release Society. Hitzman has appeared on the Dr. Oz Show, Nightline, The Rachel Ray Show, and live with Kelly. She lives in New York City. What Sue, actually, she just moved. <laughs> um, what Sue is, is, is someone who has stood the test of time in this really difficult fitness industry. And again, it's incredible that this is the first time I believe we will speak. I had a lot of concussions in sports growing up, but I'm 99% sure we've never come across each other, which is incredible. Because again, same amount of time, really long time in the industry, so many similarities uh, in where we were. But she has stood the test of time because it works. You know, yes, you could be really successful in this crazy multi-gazillion dollar industry selling garbage. That's most of it. It's most of it. And it comes and goes and it keeps coming back. Same diets. A little different with exercise routines. That's more fatty. You know, that's a D. Those fads, the crazier they are, they tend to go around for a while. People get hurt. People don't see results. But as I will talk with Sue about the simplicity of the melt method. And, and when I say simplicity, this is why it's a complex yet not issue. Simplicity is the, the tools you use in the melt method. It's not fit tech 21st century, but it's this accumulated knowledge that Sue has in this very specific area that makes it so effective. And then add into that, Sue obviously being an incredible businesswoman who has created one of the greatest businesses, careers around a specific fitness and exercise modality. Everything you need, inexpensive, the privacy of your own home, it's going to make you look better, feel better, and live longer, okay? I'm going to let her explain all about it, though. Very excited to speak finally after over 30 years of reading about her, seeing her on TV. And now we're going we're gonna to talk. All right, quick break. When we come back, Sue Hitzman. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women. Like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean... It's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back. As I said in the intro, it makes no sense that this is the first time, I think, (laughs) I think, and she thinks as well, we we spoke quickly, uh, but... Yeah, Sue, uh, have we not met? I don't, I don't think so. I said I must have been <laughs> hiding under a rock or something. I don't know. How is it even possible? I don't know. I, so, Sue, as I said, is someone I have seen in the media, have followed in this crazy industry. And, Sue, what I was talking about is like, you know, this is a brutal industry. It's really hard to make a living, much less, you know, a career out of it. And you have like thrived. Uh, we will talk much more about that. But we, but we literally, I think, are the same age, roughly, and we started in the same area. And we're running, but we never. I, I figure we were like one block away. I said in the intro at any given time. I think so. <laughs> I, I mean, I just, I have this feeling like, I mean, if we didn't actually meet, we just know the same people because this industry, for as vast and massive as it is, there is a contingency of people who have always, I think, been pushers of the industry, of of excellence in the industry, of education in the industry. So I think that, uh, you know, we're, we're in good company for sure. Yeah, we're passionate, right? We don't have yeah. a choice. And let me just, I'm going to jump all over the place in my manic way. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> as I just, you know, I, that's why I love this format. I can do that. We both, as I was researching you, I knew a lot about you, obviously, but I didn't know your theater background. We have that in common as well. So I started Mm. music and acting and stand-up comedy. I spent a lot of time doing (laughs) comedy in the city with Gaffigan and people who were just starting out. And you had that theater background as well to start. I did. Well, actually, my background is more in directing and production. I I, I actually thought I was going to become a casting director. And then I did a lot of 
production. I never wanted to be on the stage. I always just had like, you know, the idea. And then I went to NYU film school and matriculated out of the film department and into the science department. And here I am. And the hilarity is that all of the videos that I've done for Melt, I produce, edit, shoot, like all by myself, right? So all of these videos that have ever gotten me anywhere, the background of film and theater and production have have clearly come into play, which I think is part of why I am where I am still, because I've been doing it all myself for all these years. You and me both. I love that because people don't realize that how hard, right? They just see the videos. So when they're like, oh, you just spent money, you hired people. And first of all, it's like, no, I want to save money, especially when we're starting out, right? My first video, Sue, you know, did the music myself, did the credits myself, did everything like you without that you know, background, but just the love of it. Right. And that's, sure. and, and I'm sure to this day, you still control as much as you can. And you can see that in your, you know, the whole melt method empire you've built because we love and we want to do all that. Yes. I mean, that's it is when you, when you have something that you want to get out there and financially it's tough. I mean, and in this day and age, you really do have to get very creative on what you have and you know, with iPhones and everything. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm in my 50s. When we first started, there were no iPhones. There, you know, you couldn't shoot your own thing. And now, you know, you really don't need an editing production company and spending hundreds of thousands of dollars, to which I have earlier on. Uh, and and now it's like, gosh, do I really need to do that? Now I can just set up three iPhones and do it myself. And so that's what I've been doing with Melt for all these years is just trying to get the information out as quickly as possible and as diversely as possible. And you do, you have to learn how to save money in the places that you can. And, and film and editing is certainly one of the ones that I, I think I've mastered this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it makes, uh, you know, it's no surprise to me that you're more the behind, behind the camera person based on just, mm-hmm. again, you know, everything that you've done. Um, but let's go even farther back because I, further back, you uh, Crunch Fitness is one of the gyms where I really, you know, and I know that yes. you have that in your background as well. <laughs> let's just talk yes. Crunch. So tell people about like your Crunch years and, and the videos. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I've been in fitness since I'm 16. It was my first legitimate job when, you know, there were two kinds of classes you could teach for jazzercise and high impact aerobics, right? And so you're jumping on cement all the time. And I got into, when I moved to New York City at 20, and I was going through my master's, I needed to make money. And at that time, the best job you could have was in group exercise in these small boutique studios. And Crunch was one of the newer ones that had come online. And I I got in with Crunch and uh, just started teaching and, and loved, loved teaching so much. And I auditioned for the ESPN shows that Crunch had, the Crunch video and the TV show. And then I auditioned to do the Crunch Bootcamp video. And I landed that when I couldn't believe it. And Linda Shelton was one of the producers with Andrea and Bandos. And <laughs> I had the opportunity to produce and direct, in a sense, my own video and, and to construct it and choreograph it with, uh, with Linda. And we made this. It was actually one of the first bootcamp videos on the market anywhere and it sold like a million copies around the world and it was such an opportunity for me just to see what production was about right and the oddity was that you know a decade later when i shot the um, my first melt video the same people who were the production people ended up being the guys doing my video if that's not like one of those ironies or serendipity of life and they were like aren't you 
that girl that's like a one hit wonder of crunch? And I was like, oh my God, did you? Yeah. And they're like, we still talk about you today. You nailed every single one of your sessions. You you nailed every single piece of that video. And we were done in two hours. It was so amazing. It is a really beautiful opportunity to be able to do a crunch video and um, and just again see what production is about. Well, and that's I think I know why you know your program is so successful is and we'll talk much more about the education and stuff, but it's that diverse background that you know the the twenty thirty year overnight success, right? And uh, <laughs> by the way, did did Andrea make you cry the way she made me cry when I did my first he, video with her? Yes, yes, she did. <laughs> In fact, yes, she did. Yes. So for, for those of you who don't know, and, and I love her, I haven't spoken with her in decades, but she is and what well was, I think, right? Uh, it's been many, many years. But if you got a video done, if you were like a Playboy playmate, you went to a, Andrea, like she just ruled the the world of fitness <laughs> video. And I remember going out to her house in the Hollywood Hills and just. Yeah, she made me cry. <laughs> so just yeah. like and I remember Melissa yeah. McNeese. Uh, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Melissa helped me with that. Get that job. It was the abs diet workout video. And she said, Tom, she's going to make you cry. I said, listen, I can work with anyone. She goes, no, trust me. She's my best friend. <laughs> and, and she will tear you down. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it's all those experiences, right, that um, made, it, made us who we are. And that was the crazy days of Doug Levine and entertainment and, oh, you yeah. know, when it was just starting out and it wasn't really, I mean, I, I will never forget, Sue, that Doug Levine saying crunch is not about fitness. It's about entertainment. And I was like, I have kind of have a problem with that. Right. And, and I get it. And they were always putting that fireman's workout on or Truly's, you know, abs thighs and gossip class and all mm-hmm. the, the crazy mm-hmm. people, which just made it fun. But what I love about you is, you know, you you go to get the education, right? You say, I got to go back. I want to study this. And you studied it to death. I mean, give us a a little bit of your crazy just experience with studying. Yeah. Well, I mean, I started out, uh, like I said, I I was in the film department and the dean pulled me over and saying, why are you taking anatomy classes with a film class in biology and chemistry? What are you doing? I said, you know, I just have a fascination of the human body and I want to learn more about it. And he said, I think you're, I think we need to flip your major. I think film should be your hobby and science should be your major. You're getting all A's here and and not a lot of women are in the science department. I think you should be over here. And I just kind of got drawn into it. But um, my master's is in exercise science and physiology. I then got into doing dissections and understanding the body in a deeper way. And um, during my master's, I started learning about neuromuscular therapy, which was Leon Chaitow and Judy Delaney's work of, um, you know, really neurologically reintegrating movement patterns for people who had gotten injured. Now they're limping, they're not recovering properly, and learning about that intrinsic strength that is beyond the fitness realm of, you know, I'm going to do a bicep curl or a light press to make my muscles stronger. This was more about stability of joints. And so by the time I got into my late 20s, I thought, you know, I, I had kind of reached the pinnacle. I was working with high-performance athletes. Um, you know, I got I got, I landed the crunch boot camp videos and things like that. And so I had really bought into this idea that if you ate right, you exercised, and all the things I knew about the human body, this was what was going to lead to an active, healthy, angry life. And then I woke up one day and the bottom of my foot hurt me, and I thought I stepped on a piece of glass, and I thought, hmm. I'm not sure what that is. What started out as foot pain turned into this body-wide fatigue. It 
headache, having all sorts of problems. I started going to doctors. They're saying maybe it's lupus, might be Parkinson's, MS, fibromyalgia. It was like they weren't sure what was going on. And it geared me out of the fitness industry to try to understand more about the body because the first diagnosis is plantar fasciitis. And I thought, that's plantar fasciitis, inflamed fascia. Could inflamed fascia cause me all of this pain that I have? And if that's the case, there's no exercise for that. What is that? And I veered out of fitness and got into the healing arts of cranial sacral therapy and visceral manipulation and just tried to understand more about what fascia was and how how it related to pain and mobility and stability. And, uh, you know, in the late 90s, that's where Google became a thing. So <laughs> fascia was the first word I typed into the Internet and found all of this research on connective tissue. And it was really where my shift happened in the late 90s, going from working with high-performance athletes and then kind of understanding that there was more to the psychology even of pain and, you know, fear when you're an athlete, all of a sudden it's like your whole career is, is kind of weighing the balance of your healing, things of that nature. And then, of course, when 9-11 happened in New York City, post-traumatic stress disorder and that type of pain became a thing for me to really make inquiry on it. Truly, it doesn't matter if you have a car accident or, you know, you have a death of someone, pain can ultimately manifest itself for you to take action to change. And, um, you know, that's been kind of my curiosity of the body. You know, I became a founding member of the Fashion Research Society in the early 2000s. And that's how I started to develop health um, as a at-home self-care protocol to treat connective tissue. Kind of my background is science. Yeah, so much there. And and I love it. I didn't realize, Sue, your connection to the psychological, which I just loved when I was reading your books and finally getting, a, you know, doing a deeper dive into the melt method and everything, because that's what I'm all about, too. And I would argue anyone who's like us who spends enough time and studies enough says, yeah, it's about the body, but there's a huge psychological component to this behavior change. And as you're saying, you know, so much of what happens in the, the mind manifests in the body. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me. But I, what I love about you when I was kind of thinking about you is you're kind of like that doctor, Sue. Like I have doctor friends who are like <laughs> GI doctors. And you're like, why did you go into with all that you could have, you know, chosen? Right. But it just it rang out to you. And I think, as you said already, I think that dissection course was a big turning point for you. Or you're like, oh, my gosh, mm -hmm. like there's something. And that's what I love is like you're such a, a specialist in this unique place. Um, and let's talk about, you know, you were talking about the performance side. But again, I think if you're in this industry for any amount of time, you go, yeah, the athletes, but I need to help real people, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. And so you talk mm -hmm. about three areas, right? Pain, performance and lifestyle. So kind of talk about that mm -hmm. as far as the melt method and, and what we're talking about here. Yeah, I mean, most in general, it's a self-care technique to help people restore the fluid components of connective tissue. And whether you have pain because you are like us, you're athletic, right? Um, you know, we anybody who's training or athletic of any sort, you kind of are used to the no pain, no gain theory. And I had really bought into that as well. Like you just push through your pain um, until you can't. And then you start seeking out help which oftentimes just leads you to either taking pain medications or surgical procedures because most often it's a joint problem. So with MELT, we, with performance, we're looking at trying to help the athlete or, you know, whether you're an athlete in training or you're just an athlete in your mind one way or other, uh, you know, the, the goal here is to learn to prepare your body for athletic performance and restore your body 
so that you can go back and continue to make the gains that you want. And that's really, I think, a process here that a lot of athletes kind of are lacking is that we just, when we're younger, you know, what did we do to warm up? I don't know, five minutes of jogging around the soccer field before you played soccer, right? That was your warm up, right? But as you get older, you have to realize that your warming up is actually very inherently critical to joint performance and joint mobility. So that's really where melt comes into play to prepare and then restore our athletes uh, to minimize joint imbalances, joint compression, and muscle strain. For people who have pain, it's actually, you know, whether your pain is emotional or it's physical or structural of any kind, um, 100% of the time your brain is producing your sense of pain. But what we do is we try to educate people that most often where you have specific pain points, areas very far away from those areas of your body are where the troublemakers are. So to learn to identify where this cumulative stress and connective tissue is living in your body and how your nervous system is adapting to keep you as balanced as it can, that's part of the education that we bring to people who have pain is to veer their mind away from their pain problems so that they can get back into um, active living. And for lifestyle people who aren't super athletic or haven't had an injury or an accident or an illness, you're just sitting at a desk all day long and you're noticing that not only is your backside looking a little lumpy, but your back is killing you, your neck is bothering <laughs> right. you. You know, you suddenly are exhausted all day long. You got digestive problems. And a lot of it is just, I would say, like, you know, sitting as a death sentence, right? You're just sitting yourself to death. So how can we, again, incorporate a little bit of self-care from day to day to mitigate some of those repetitive postures, movements of just general everyday living? And the, the source of all of the problems really culminates in educating people on what fascia is as a global system of stability and how daily living causes an issue in that connective tissue that breaks us down and causes most of the pain people talk about CH. And I think, Sue, and I'm sure you'd agree, because this is what you're you're talking about in your whole method, that we far too often we jump so far ahead, right? So in other words, I always say like I'm not as proud of the, the events I've done or whatever, it's that I'm not in pain because that's that's the first mm-hmm. and that the body works well, that the body does what I want it to do when I want it to do it. And people are always like, oh, let's talk about Iron Man, ultras. Okay, but none of that matters. And the performance end, the lifestyle and the pain, if our bodies aren't moving correctly, we're in trouble, right? And as you alluded to, there's two ends to that spectrum. There's doing too little, which is most people, and there's doing too mm-hmm. much or the same repetitive movement, which is some people, and everyone will benefit from this melt method. The the neurologic, I mean, we need like five hours, I always say when I have people on like you, Sue, um, <laughs> but just getting the body to work correctly, right? And, and, you know, the confusion people have about flexibility. If your body doesn't move correctly, you're going to have problems. Well, and I guess the question is like, what is correct movement, right? So like when we talk about right. corrective exercise, like we, you know, the thing about movement is we don't think about movement. We don't think about stability. We don't think about movement. We just get up and get the thing that we want to get when we want to get it. Um, you know, and, and so we don't think about how we're doing things and how joints ideally uh, move in their ideal range. And so what a lot of people get is what I call segmentally hyperflexible, right? So around particular areas of their body, they're super loosey-goosey where you don't want to be loosey-goosey like around your joints, but then you have muscle bellies that are really locked short, causing strain and tendon near joints. And so 
you're just increasing your chances of pain. So, you know, again, daily living alters fascia, which is a, is a matrix of collagen around the body. And look, even if anybody listening doesn't have pain, if you've ever sat for long periods of time, get up and feel like you aged 40 years because your joints don't work as well when you get up as you did when you sat down, you're feeling the effect of the fluid flow, the fluid perfusion adaptations that occur in the connective tissue matrix. And what it, it wreaks havoc on is our joints. And if you think of the fluids in fascia like a river, daily living kind of laying sediment down in that river's flow and where that sediment really loves to accumulate is around your joints where fascia is most abundant. And it loses its to elastic properties, its ability to move and adapt as you move and want, and want to, you know, move efficiently. So I, I wouldn't talk about correct movement. I would think about efficient movement, right? Sure. That oftentimes we're not moving efficiently. We're just pushing ourselves to run that extra mile. Our bodies are hurting. We're just going anyway. Or you take the opposite route. Gosh, I stand up and my back hurts me. What do I do? I sit back down again, which is why you have back pain in the first place. So it's a vicious cycle that, again, comes down to the psychology that people don't really talk about is the desire to be better, the desire to be loved, to be wanted, to be healthy, right? We, we want we want these things in our life. If you ask anybody, do you want to live an active, healthy, pain-free life for as long as possible? If anybody says, no, I'm good with a crappy, not so great, short life, I don't think anybody's going to say that, right? You know, why wouldn't we all want to live as long as we can, as helpful as we can? So that that is about efficiency, not about correct. It's really an efficient state of being, and a lot of us are functioning inefficiently because we're unstable. You can't be efficiently mobile when you're inefficiently stable. And I'm going to say it again, fascia is the stability system of the body. So if you want to learn how to maintain efficiency and stability, you got to learn a little bit about the autonomic processes of the nervous system and how the nervous system adapts to daily living and how fascia adapts to daily living. You can exercise yourself to death. You know, lots of people eat right and exercise and still have chronic pain. So sort of the dirty little secret of our industry is that most people who really train hard are in pain most often. And I love that you uh, have it take issue with the word correct because that, that's really important, right? That we use words that people understand in the way that they need to understand them. When I say it, it's, it's, it's natural, as you're alluding to. We need to work in the, our natural range of motion. But what I also love that you alluded to that I don't, I know people don't really realize, Sue, because it's human nature. The problem is what you alluded to about compensatory issues, right? So in other mm-hmm. words, you say, well, people don't have pain. Most people, right, they'll get a pain in their leg or let's say shoulder, right? And what do they do? They start putting on their shirt differently. They change everything about what they do without (laughs) really realizing it. And then what happens? Mm -hmm. Shoulder feels better and it goes to where, right? So just talk about that. And and this is a real problem. You know, we adapted to avoid this pain and that was protective. But in the common everyday world, that can be a huge problem. Huge. Well, and what you're this is really big what you're saying, Tom, because that's that's what happens is our nervous system is designed to adapt to keep us functioning as efficiently as possible. And I, I kind of always kind of make an analogy of like if you live in a suburb and you got to get downtown, let's say you're you, know, you got to get down that 405 early in the morning in Los Angeles, you you don't take the highway because you know there's going to be congestion on the highway. So how do you get downtown? You learn to take side streets to get you where you want to go. And although it's not the most efficient route, 
It's going to get you where you want to go in relatively the same amount of time. The problem is on the weekend, somebody invites you downtown and by habit, you take the side street instead of going on the highway. And that's kind of how the nervous system works, is there are these direct neural pathways of movement that are ideal. In, in normal range of joints and ideal range of joints, these are neural patterns that we adopted when we were a baby from zero to two. And then we, just like how you say, we practice and repeat movements to get better at sports. We are habitually doing the same movements and patterns. And so your brain anticipates how you want to move when you go to move. But it's not saying that it's doing it in an ideal or efficient way anymore. And if your nervous system adapts enough times to a compensatory pattern, as far as your brain's concerned, that's the dominant pathway. That's the ideal way to move. But time over tension, just like how you say, hey, my shoulder hurts me. I'm now going to start putting my shirt on differently. I'm going to avoid moving my arm this way. You know, I mean, you're, it's a slippery slope because now the function of you is adapting in other areas of your body. So Maybe six months down the road, your shoulder might feel better, but your opposite knee and hip start hurting you. And you're not realizing that it's because of the compensation that your body has adopted while you were healing one problem, and now you're making other problems somewhere else. And so, again, what I think what MELT is is an interruption in those compensatory patterns to get you to identify where cumulative stress is living in your body, how your body is adapting in compensatory ways, and then treating the body so that it down regulates and it repairs itself, right? Our body's designed to repair, decrease some stress, boost the body's natural repair processes, and get you back on those highways so that now your nervous system is regaining those proper sensory motor pathways that move you and your joints in an efficient way. And, and that is, again, you're not going to get that by exercising, by just lifting weights. You're most often what people do when they have compensation and they weight train is they become a stronger, more dysfunctional body. They actually get better at managing their dysfunctions without eliminating them. And, and, and again, once you get into your 50s, that stuff does not work. And that's why so many people who engaged in fitness when they were younger Finally, their joints start breaking down. I love that analogy. That's going to help so many people, the traffic. And, and you know, if that doesn't paint the perfect visual for people, I don't know what will. And, you know, it's the muscles firing correctly in the right sequence that you're alluding to as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and people don't realize that. And I would say, Sue, that, you know, I am in my 50s, too. I think we're probably really close in age. And, you know, my friends are dropping like flies and guys and women much younger than I. Right. And one of the yeah. problems is what you just said in that, you know, we com- we compensate, our bodies move differently, and then we go to do things like play basketball, play doubles tennis, and we ask mm-hmm. our bodies to take that route that we've been avoiding because we have to do it quickly, mm-hmm. right? And that's, that's when the Achilles goes, the hamstring goes, and now we've got problems. Yeah, like if your body has been sitting for long periods of time, you get really good at sitting. But then, you know, you decide, hey, at the end of the day, I'm going to, you know, go for a run, your body's like, whoa, 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 what's this running thing that you wanted to do? Because like, you can't just do that every once in a while because I'm only really good at sitting. And as as you sit for long periods of time, certain muscles get inhibited, some muscles get much shorter, much long, but sensory motor wise, again, you're not going to not move, right? You, you just, your body's going to, again, get around these roadblocks to 
to get you to where you want to go, to move you how you think you want to move relative to what you're, you're, you know, what you're asking your body to do. But yeah, you know, you go, oh, I'm going to go play pickleball. It's on a smaller court. I'm not going to have to run as much. But still, you can torque your knee because, again, the resilience of the connective tissue is stiff. It's dehydrated. It doesn't, it doesn't have its elastic property to stabilize those joints. And it's just these quick movements that we then ask our body to do. It, it, it really is, you know, a road to disaster for a lot of people, um, which I think is very frustrating. And any athlete knows one of the worst things an athlete can do is get injured because then there's this repair time and that's frustrating and depressing because you can't move and now you're going to gain weight and there's all this internal drama going on and you see a fat person loves me anymore right right and and yeah. then it, it becomes a thing of like well what if this goes on forever well forget it i'm just going to run anyway right and so <laughs> right. i think oftentimes the messages our bodies are giving us our bodies are just gagging for our help screaming out hey help me and instead we're ignoring we're we're disregarding or we're popping a pill to quiet it down i I always say to people you know if you think of pain in your body like a kid crying out for your help you wouldn't run up to a kid who was crying out for your help and punch him in the face right or ignore them or lock them in a room right you would get at their level you would calm them down you would take information in you would figure out what the problem was and then you would take action to create a solution but when our bodies are screaming out for our health, we ignore, we, we try to tone it down with medication, or we just push through it, which is, is a winning ticket to dysfunction, right? I mean, like, if that's what you want to do, ignore the body's signals and not really listen to what your body's asking, which is just a little bit of time and a little bit of focus and really giving yourself permission to go back into your body to sense that you feel and care for yourself is an invitation that a lot of people have never really considered that especially in fitness, most people are very outside of their bodies. They're looking at themselves in a mirror. They're worried about what other people perceive of them. And they're not doing things because they love themselves. They're doing things in fitness because they want to change what they don't like about themselves. And I I always encourage people to exercise because you love yourself, because you want to improve the assets that you have and the quality of who you are. That's why you should be moving, doing, exercising, or whatever it is you love to do. Um, and, and pain, again, is that motivator for you to get back into your body to love yourself more. It's about being happy, as you're saying, and that's so yeah. important. And I love that we're almost like a half hour in, and this is the first we've really brought up exercise. We've we've talked about movement, 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 because that's what it's about, right? Yes, we can call it what you want, but, you know, negative connotation. And I say, just as you did, Sue, no one hates exercise. You haven't figured out what you enjoy doing yet, right? right. And or you're doing it for the wrong reasons, as you just outlined. It's fun. And, and if I told you you couldn't do what you love, I know, Sue, that you would be really angry with me. If I said, no, you know, the walk you go on or the swim you do or the, you know, whatever class, you would be angry. And everyone has the capacity to get to that point. Every single mm-hmm. person. Right. What I also love, though, I got to backtrack a little bit so much here. You talked about like, you know, injury and back to like, you know, I've lectured on. Does strength training improve running performance? The first slide I show is the band yes, right? It's just yes, of course. But the primary reason is that it allows you to keep training, right? To prevent Mm -hmm. injury. So we can go into the plyometric Mm -hmm. thing and running efficiency and things like that. But as you said, if we are injured, if we don't feel good, if we don't 
you know, want to move more, that nothing else matters at that point. Right. So we, we have to start there. And what I love about the melt method is it's not this incredible, crazy fitness tech. I have everything known to man, Sue, as I'm sure you do as well. When it comes to fitness tech, we're given all this stuff frequently. But at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's a ball. And it's, 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 it's simple, it's simple stuff So talk about as we kind of wrap this up, how do people, well, just talk about the melt method, how people would get started and, and what it entails. Yeah. So, you know, we, I actually have been doing this a long time now, right? Like this is a 20 year in the making. It started out as homework for my clients to get out of my office and to get back into active <laughs> living. And I developed these soft balls and soft rollers to teach people how to ease compression or tension into their bodies, because that's what FASH is, it's a tension compression management system, to apply self-touch, just like manual therapy, onto their bodies so that they can eliminate some of that accumulated stress. So I have a streaming platform called Melt on Demand. I put out a new video every week, just like I said, in the categories of pain, performance, or lifestyle. So, you know, there's a prep mat for golf, there's a restorative mat for runners, there's mats for low back pain, there's mats for if you sit at your desk all day long, right? So uh, just a, a self-care treatment for basically everything. And there's all sorts of different techniques that you can do with melt. It's quite a robust platform. You know, I have five levels of instructor training. We've got 2,000 instructors worldwide who also teach online and online classes around the world. Um, you know, I have a website, Melt Method, so people can go and find out about the, the method itself. And beyond the product, it really is a method sharing with people how to become more aware of the accumulative stress in the fascial system, which is the stability system of the body. Your nervous system and your, stability and your fascial system will stabilize you. So Melt is a very gentle, subtle body approach. Um, I think it's interesting in athletics, like people go after their bodies and their recovery just as hard as they do their exercise routines. They're mashing their fascia, they're rolling and ironing themselves <laughs> yeah. and inflicting pain. And I don't get it. Like, why does your recovery practice need to be as hard and pushy as your training? It doesn't make any sense. Like, just chill out for a second and, and quiet your nervous system down. Don't cause pain to get out of pain. Learn how to be more... Um, just gentle and mindful with your body because fascia is a system that is in a constant state of change and adaptation. So if you know how to adapt it, really make major changes in your body in a very short period of time. So people are looking for self-care tools and easy ways to really transform their body. I think Melt on Demand has got to be about the easiest resource you can download the app. Um, it's a streaming platform. And, and again, the products, inexpensive. They work. The whole methodology works. It, it is profound. If you try it, what you'll find is from the point when you assess and you do a treatment and you reassess, you are going to sense change in your body. And that's the first step to getting out of pain, getting your body to adapt in a positive way. And I love that you said, because I'm totally with you, I don't treat pain with pain personally, right? right. I don't. If, right. if something really hurts, I get it. And there are people that love the deep tissue and to each their own. And if it works for you, uh, we could argue about it, but, but fine. But that's, that's what I love about your system. It's simplicity done consistently, right? It's excessive moderation. Mm -hmm. It's not, you don't have to run a marathon. You don't have to do an Ironman. You don't have to do a burpee. You got to get in touch with your body. And, and so many yeah. people our age, Sue, and, and younger with issues, everything about 
our current lifestyle. I just interviewed uh, Michael Easter. I don't know if you met him, you know, the comfort crisis, mm-hmm. just amazing people. We talk about how everything in our everyday life is, is just not good for our bodies and our minds. And when you start with something like melt, that's doable. Uh, I would argue you have the greatest resources of any program I've ever seen when it comes to the videos oh. and the books Thank you. and you just really do. So congrats. Um, I know <laughs> decades in the making, but you can do it at home. COVID has taught us what, that you can do great things at home. You don't have to spend a lot of money. It doesn't have to be an hour. It shouldn't be an hour, especially at the start, yeah. right? It's and, and that's what I will kind of wrap it up with that, Sue. I always say take just and only out of your vocabulary. It's not I only did 10 minutes of, you know, the melt method today. It's that you did it and that you're going to do it again. And it's not a matter of if, but how much it will work for you. That's right. I mean, if you just even start out with 10 minutes a day on anything, just commit to 10 minutes a day to doing something for yourself that is restorative, whether that's sitting in meditation or doing a melt foot treatment or a rebalance sequence or just going for a walk. Just start with saying for 10 minutes every day, I'm going to get up and I'm going to do something that is going to replenish the love of myself within myself, whatever that is. That's how you start. You don't need to start with an hour workout or anything like that. Just start with 10 minutes a day and build yourself up. And you'll find that, especially with melt, you're going to love how it feels. And so you're going to want to do those 20, 30, 40 minute sessions that we also have on the platform. But, you know, we have five to 10 minute treatments. We've got one hour treatments. It just depends upon what you're working with and what you're looking to resolve and, you know, and how much time you have. But I'm always just looking for saving people time, money, and effort to feel good. And if you can do something that's simple, easy, and effective, that's what you should do. And that's what the moment that it's about. And it's a gateway drug, as you said. You know, you're going you're gonna to do five yeah. and you're, you're going to go. feel good. <laughs> this yeah, feels good. Say, I want to do more. Yeah. Uh, Sue, so, uh, thank you so much. So great, too, after... 30 years, probably. I know, John. Thank you. <laughs> I can't you? wait to hug you in person. We're going to find one another for sure. Absolutely. And let me say, we're at, we're at the holidays. Uh, this is a gift. You not only give yourself, but give people you love, the books and, and the products and the programs. This is the kind of thing I, I know that people, it will transform your life. And you go, that sounds so crazy. And it's rare that I say that. But I know that when people who haven't moved suddenly mm-hmm. start moving and move better, like, mm-hmm. you know, life changing. it's life changing. And I fine. I've said it three times now, but we're going to end with this. We didn't talk about weight loss. We didn't talk really mm-hmm. about hard exercise. It's about movement, about being happy, about being pain free. And then you can do all that's that right. other stuff that's going to happen after because you're going to go, I feel better. I want to get off the couch. I want to go play pickleball that's or whatever. Right. Um, so Cheers. start here. And guess what? When you do the melt method and people see you get the results, that's the greatest gift. I mean, I know, Sue, that. You probably am like me in that we have the greatest jobs in the world. We help people live better yeah. lives. It sounds so cliche, but it's true. That's what we do. That's, I mean, and I'm, and I'm very grateful and privileged and truly honored that so many people have, you know, allowed me into their lives to work with them to transform their lives. And it's transformed me. I, I feel like I've learned so much from every single client that I've ever had the privilege to work on. And, you know, hundreds of thousands of people worldwide melting. It really is an incredible gift. And I just know that if people are suffering from pain, you, you can help yourself feel better. And that really self-care is the best health care that you have. And so giving that gift to other people also gives you an accountability partner. You know, if you really struggle with pain, having somebody that, you know, you can work with, I think is, is a really important, you know, that you don't feel like you're by yourself and you're not alone, that, you know, there's a community out there and 
you know, again, we're, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm always laying some wisdom down. So on YouTube, there's free videos there as well. So there's, you know, no excuse. Um, if you love yourself and you feel like you want to live an abundant life, then today's your day to, to get to it. Couldn't end it any better. <laughs> Sue Hitzman, <laughs> thank you so much. Have a Thanks, happy Doug. holiday season. And I hope to speak with you again soon. You too. Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Sue. And we will be right back after this quick break. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women, like, especially when it comes to Black women. The way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back. I'm waiting to get, I'm surprised I have not received yet a message from any of you saying, stop saying you wish you had more time with these guests. But I do. I, 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 I do. Because when I get to speak with people who I know can make me better, and by definition make you better when we speak here on this podcast, I want to get as much out of them while I have them. And the best ones are really busy. <laughs> the best ones are hard to get. And as I said in the intro, this is the perfect example of complex yet simple. Sue has done the work. 
decades of research into this crazy area that I just love how it's just, she loves it. This very specific world of fascia. But if we're understanding, improving how our bodies and our minds work, you need to know. You need to understand the joints and the fascia and all that's pun intended connected. But as we discussed, it comes back to the simple. If you're hurt, if your body's not moving uh, correctly, and I love that she corrected me. That was like, you know, the words we choose are important to us in this industry. And correctly is confusing to some people. And, and I meant, and I, you know, said naturally. And that's what I mean. Because what's natural for one person isn't the same for another. And that's why I've talked about, you know, running coaches. We all have different biomechanics. We all have different ways of, of doing things based on our body's specific personal attributes and leg length, you know, differences and and femur length and so many different things the way our joints are situated there are subtle differences but it's got to be natural and it's got to be pain-free and so when you connect with your body by doing things like the melt method and this is the best of the best that i know of and there's just what i do (laughs) in other words we didn't get into like what we could compare this to And I did that for a reason. And that's why you got to go to themeltmethod.com, start poking around. But this is something that you should add to your home gym. The roller, the balls, takes up no space, portable, everyone can use it, and it works. And I'll leave you with that because those are always the criteria that I am looking for, for myself and for you and for my family. Simple, doable, effective, not going to hurt me, going to make me better, like a push-up or a squat or a lunge. Everyone can do it anywhere, anytime. You can modify it for your goals, for your fitness level. And the same thing holds true about the melt method. No complicated app, not tracking something that you probably don't understand or the value of which can be debated. It's about getting your body to move better and connecting to your body. You know, we talked quickly about those type of injuries where you're asking your body to move quickly in those sports or, or when, you know, you trip. When your body doesn't fire, your muscles don't fire in the right sequence, in the right way, you get hurt. You pull something, you fall, you don't fall as you can fall efficiently, people. I do it all the time. <laughs> I did it during the ultra marathon recently. But check it out. Add it to your repertoire. We need strength. We need cardio. We need body composition, the components of exercise. I'm going to lump this under flexibility just because that's where it fits neatly. But it's more than that. But let's put it there. Do your strength, do your cardio. You need to be flexible and connected. And that's where the melt method comes in. So there you go. 
All right, again, thank you to Sue Hitzman. I'm sure I will now uh, be seeing and talking with her much more frequently and for good reason. All right. Again, if you want to reach out, Tom H. Fit, Instagram, Tom H. Fit, Twitter, fitnessdisrupted.com. You can go there. Questions, comments. My most recent book, The Micro Workout Plan. Hey, there's a great <laughs> shameless plug. Melt Method book, maybe a foam roller, micro workout plan. That's the gift that keeps on giving. Gifts that keep on giving. All right, but yes, my most recent book is The Micro Workout Plan. And thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed Sue. She can, with her valuable decades of expertise, really, really make a difference in your life. And that's my goal, is to bring you those people. All right, I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.